0: hello everybody welcome to another episode of according to fox i'm your host a fox um today is a very special episode only because this is well what friday which is my birthday november 13th friday 13th um made a year that according to fox has been the podcast so clap it up for me okay clap it up for you guys for listening and I really appreciate all the support I've gotten. So, you know, that's going to be our main focus. That's going to be my main topic for the week. My appreciation towards you guys and basically what's been going on in the show for the past 360-odd days. But, um, again, thank you. You've made a year. You know, couldn't have done it without you guys. So, let's get right into it. So, Streets is talking segment. Y'all boy 45 just don't know how to take a loss. Like... That's it. Like he's just not gonna take the L. For whatever reason, he refuses to concede. So we did the whole thing with the with the counting of the electoral votes. Because it was still not a lot of things that weren't completely counted, but he was the winner. And when we went through it all, I'm saying we like I was counting ballots. I definitely wasn't. But when they went through it all, he still won Pennsylvania. That was it. That's 273. I sent him over the top. Still won Pennsylvania. Um, It looks like he turned somebody else blue, Georgia. Still, Still won Georgia. Looks like he won Arizona as well. Either way, he won, right? Mind you, last election, Hillary lost the Electoral College vote, but she had the popular vote. Biden had the popular vote. I honestly think the Electoral College really needs to go, but whatever. It it doesn't make sense. Because he had a popular electoral college vote. Sir, move on. That's it. The party's over for you. But with Hillary, she had like a slimmer margin than he did. Super slim. And she conceded. It almost makes you feel like she gave up. But, you know, he won, but it wasn't, you know, too close. He refuses to say that he lost. He's saying, I... I won this election and I lost because of voter fraud and all this stuff. Like, how's the voter fraud? The main thing you kept saying was you can, like, you don't vote mail-in ballots. He didn't want his supporters to vote mail-in ballots. He wanted them to go there and vote. But then he said, oh, or you can mail in the ballot and vote at your local place. That is illegal. If anybody was cheating, it was you. Because you know they slow. He says, inject yourself with Lysol. All of a sudden, some these, all ODs in the ICU because Donald Trump says it so it must be true, right? I have no problem with his followers doing things like that because it shows your brain capacity. If you're gonna listen to him, by all means, <laughs> kill yourselves off. Doesn't make a difference to right? me. But yeah, he refuses to concede. And Mama Michelle Auntie Obama, she has had it. Okay, float this. <laughs> She had an entire Instagram story about how he needs to be honest. And basically, it took a five-team paragraph to say, son, you lost. Take the L. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll take a little part of, you know, a little snippet of what she said. Um, Michelle Obama said, I have to be honest and say that none of this was easy for me. Donald Trump has spread racist lies about my husband that put my family in danger. That wasn't something I was raised to forgive. You know, Black women don't forgive. But I knew that. For the sake of our country, I had to find the strength and maturity to put my anger aside. So I welcomed Melania Trump into the White House and talked with her about my experience, answering every question she had, from the heightened sc- scrutiny that comes with being first lady to what it was like to raise kids in the White House. I knew in my heart it was the right thing to do because our democracy is so much bigger than anybody's ego. She she kept going. She went in. I'm not saying she was wrong. She's absolutely right. But she went in on that. And she's right. She, it's totally true. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why? he? If it was him, he would want the other person to lose the center third. Oh, Joe concedes. You lost Joe the center fifth. He would definitely have that kind of energy. But no. Now it's everybody's losing. Um, I lost unfairly, all this other stuff son, just go, just dip, nobody wants you here, like, why don't you understand that, nobody wants you here, right, okay, so, Joe Biden, I mean, it's easier, like I said last episode, it's easier to have, you know, things flowing a certain way, you know what I'm saying, like the, like she said, when Melania asked her questions, she answered them, it's easier to, you know, basically relinquish power and, you know, transference. You gotta say what's going on here. It'll be easier for us as a country if that works out. Is he trying to do that? Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what his issue is. But only time will tell. I'm sure Joe will figure it out. He'll have, you know, something to do. About that, I'm sure there's a contingency plan somewhere, but yeah, Trump, just sit down, son. Sat down somewhere. It's us hope for you. Um, but yeah, um, and New York news. So, like I said earlier, I'm I sound sad because I'm sad. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, um, my birthday was last Friday, the 13th, right? So I had beautiful weather, November the 8th, I had a brunch and all that, like the weather was amazing, right, so I'm like, for my birthday, it'll be great, it was 70 degrees today, I shouldn't have anything to worry about, right, wrong, super wrong, Wednesday night, (laughs) according to Governor Cuomo, being that the COVID cases have spiked, He put in a new rule. (laughs) And I don't even go outside. So I only go outside for my birthday. So this is depressing for me because the one day after the year I celebrate, they shut me down. Governor Cole said all bars and restaurants close at 10 p.m. Wow. Mind you, it's dark at like 4.40 these days. But all restaurants and them close at 10 p.m. That means you're getting out of there by 8.45 because they have to close down the actual place. And now you can't have any, like personal gatherings, inside your home can't be more than 10 people. I want to know how they're going to tell somebody how many people they can have in their house. Like that, I mean, as much as I understand about what's the what, flattening the curve and things of that nature, I don't understand how you can tell people they can't have more than 10 people inside their house. How do you know? Is there a quarantine police? How will you be sure that it's a minimum requirement? And then, like, I saw a post and they were like, they're closing bars at 10 o'clock. Like, you can't catch COVID at noon. Like, that's a real thing. That doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm not saying to shut it down completely. I mean, if it has to be done, it has to be done. I can understand. But the logic doesn't work for me. When we shut things down pretty much completely, that makes sense to stop the spread. But to go, no, no, no. You guys can be open. Just not till this time, that doesn't make sense. I I feel like the virus doesn't go to sleep. I don't think the virus hibernates overnight. If you're gonna keep it if you're gonna have it open, keep it open, whatever time, a normal time. That's ridiculous. A lot of these spots don't even open till like what, four PM? A lot of these spots don't open from... They're not like breakfast spots, like a after-work party. Probably 4 o'clock, if you're lucky. You got five hours of time to run your business. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm hearing that the schools are having, like, emergency meetings, and there's a good chance that kids may not go back to school this year. It was supposed to be that they go back in January, but if the I wanna say the cases i guess positive cases are past three percent of the population, they shut the schools down. Three percent sound like a very insignificant number, but in the city of New York, three percent is like there's eight million people here, I think, so three percent of that is like twenty four thousand so that's that it's a that's a large number of sick people, you know what I'm saying so they want to make sure, you know, everything's okay on that end. But it's looking real dicey. Like, you can't tell what's happening. And being at de Blasio, FOMO, have been on the same page since God knows when. Who's to say when we're going to start? But um, yeah, if there is a shutdown, I can understand. Maybe a brief one. Nothing too crazy. I was expecting, like, because uh, everybody kept talking about the second wave. So I was expecting a, a minor shutdown small around this time, so we'll see, I hope not, it's a special day coming up for someone else too, so I want them to enjoy his birthday, you know, why can't my booze enjoy his birthday like everybody else did, you gotta wait, it's not fair, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, so we'll see if the shutdown happens, I honestly don't know, I don't think anybody knows, even the powers that be, I really think it's just a toss-up in the air, They're just trying to figure it out as they go along and play it right here. So we'll see what happens there. Um, The Xbox and PS5 have officially launched. Now, let me tell you all how Walmart played with my feelings last week. When I say play with my feelings, all right. So I'm trying to get the PS5, right? Get it. Not for me, but I'm trying to get the PS5. Yes, he deserves it. My job business. Anyway, so I was supposed to, I was going to pre-order it. And I was like, we'll see what happens. Going to pre-order it. I'm like, maybe it shouldn't run out. I'll get enough time. You know what I'm saying? It'll just be a perfect present. Fine. Christmas, birthday, doesn't matter. They're both very close. So I'm like, all right, cool. Should have pre-ordered it. That was my fault. That was my bad. Never going to do that again. Because you guys are hounds. You guys are beasts. I don't understand. But the big deal is, like, it was ridiculous. So Walmart was the only, I want to say, company that had, like, I think they were lying, you know. But they said um, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, they had new shipments of PS5s coming in all throughout the day. November 12th, which is last Thursday. So I'm like, cool, I got a shot. Got a chance. All I gotta do is like be at the ready at Walmart specific time. Amazon sold out, by the way. Target sold out. Um, Best Buy, (laughs) good luck. GameStop, good luck. You know what I'm saying? So my only hope was Walmart. Twelve o'clock. Added to cart. The minute I went, like, all right, good, I'm good, I'm good. I go to put in my little. Check out because I have a Walmart thing. I didn't have to do nothing else. Go to and check out. There's an item missing from my cart. How? I only got the one. I only got the one item. What's missing from my cart? Right? Yes, 5 missing. You serious? Cool. We'll do it again. Three hours. Don't you know they did that to me? All four of those hours 12, 3, 6, and 9. Walmart, count your days count your days, how goddamn day y'all, y'all know y'all ain't have no extra PS5s, y'all gonna sit here and make me sit by my phone with my thumbs at the ready, and y'all knew y'all didn't have it for me, wow, that shady boots, super shady I've been seeing the Xbox, I've been hearing that the Xbox is better I guess overall but I have to admit to y'all, and I'm an Xbox girl I'm actually not a Playstation person that Xbox was like a brick I don't like that It doesn't doesn't give me $400, $500, whatever. It doesn't give me a look of sleek or futuristic. They didn't try to design that in any way, shape, or form. It looks pretty trash to me. I don't like the look of it. I'm still a girl at the end of the day, and aesthetics are very important. I do like the way the PS5 looks. The PS5 looks like a freaking spaceship. It looks adorable, and it's all white. It's really pretty. Uh, the Xbox, not not loving it, and I'm hearing that you can't switch the games. Like, there's a storage issue if you attempt to switch the games in a certain way, and then either one. I heard the Xbox is smoking, and the PS5 is just turned to a dead thing if you try to switch your what is it? What is it? Switch your storage from like your PS4 games into your PS5. It can cause a whole calamity. I don't know. I think they both were just trying to beat the other one so bad. They didn't work the kinks out the way they should. And I am a firm believer in, you know, waiting until the second round, the second batch. But it's, my boyfriend's birthday is, like, next month. I ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to wait till March 15th. No. I want to do this fast. I messed up. Should have pre-ordered. My bad. I dropped the ball there. I'll figure it out. And y'all resellers are outside y'all minds. Y'all raffling off a of PlayStation for a hundred dollars a slot. I don't even know y'all, and I already feel like that's a fix. Y'all a hundred dollars a slot. God knows how many people's in this little raffle, and you could just give it to your little brother. Nobody's none the wiser. Like I, I'm not doing that. Or the people on StockX telling me nine hundred dollars. The devil is a liar. He wants digital. He it's only four hundred dollars. Why would I go double, plus? Not nah, y'all, y'all wallet, y'all wallet. Y'all are doing too much. And the same thing with Xbox. They really overcharge them. But I'm hearing Xbox is a better console. It's up to you. I like I said, I am an Xbox person. My brother has a PS4, and I'm just still trying to navigate it correctly. But as far as like. Uh, Xbox, that's my thing. That's, that's that's what I do. So, but that doesn't appeal to me. So I, I would actually see if the PS5 would work out. But it's not for me anyway. So I only play Grand Theft Auto. I'm not one of them who game I play Grand Theft Auto in 2K and call it a day. And I don't play um, online mode. I only play story mode. Because I ain't going to have no racist white kid saying nothing to me over a headset. Not happening. Grown-ass woman. But um, shout out to those who got your PS5. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Y'all are really trash for that. Like, y'all could have saved us one. That's cool. Um, Fabulous sports section. Whew. All right. I have been a Nets fan since Jay-Z purchased a small, you know, percentage of the team. Even when he left, I still became I'm still a Nets fan. I needed a New York team to win, right? Cool. Now, we got Harden. No, I'm lying. We See, what happens? I'm lying already. We got Kyrie and we got KD. I was trying. I'm like, all right, we still got Karis LeVert. We got um Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, then we got DeAndre um Jordan. It was looking good. Love it. You know what I'm saying? It works out for me. Man, they trying to get... James Harden over here, and I'm here to tell you, no, no, that is a stupid idea. It's a stupid look. I don't know who thought of it in that front office, but it does not work out for me. No, Harden cannot come to the net. First of all, Kyrie and Katie are two. I want the ball ass people, both of them, both. Now I don't even know how Katie. Katie barely survived Golden State with that. Because, yeah, Clay Thompson, you got Steph, you got – but, you know, you got to relinquish something from time to time with teams like that. But we don't even know how Kyrie and KD mesh yet. You can't just throw a third person in there like Harden. No. No. That's a stupid idea. And then they didn't want to transfer – transfer, sorry, trade everybody for him. No. Keep the LeVert way he at. I love him. Keep him here. He's a great addition to our team. We are perfect the way we are. Spencer Dinwiddie is great. He plays defense. Them niggas don't play no defense. Kevin And I love Kyrie Irving. I do. And Kevin Durant, am I the biggest fan? No. Am I happy he's on my team? Hell yes, because I'm not delusional. I make sense. Just because I don't like him, mean he ain't going to give us a ring eventually. I'm a firm believer that we'll be fine in that. But if Harden comes, it is not going to work. Everybody knows Kyrie. I love you, boo, but you are a diva. All right. Kevin Durant. I've always thought he has some bitch niggas. And Harden, you just, that nigga just shoot, just to shoot. just He feel like it today. I, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this to mess with our chemistry. I truly don't. I feel like they just trying to put all irons on the fire. No, we haven't seen how they are yet. I don't want us to be a team that looks amazing on paper, but then we can't execute when it comes to it. No, keep Harden hard going. Go to the next, Harden. They want you. They probably need you. We're fine. I I said it. I'm not okay with this trade. I don't want this trade at all. Y'all can sit there and be like, nah, chill. That would be a squad. Y'all is slow. Y'all wouldn't want them three niggas on your team either. It it sounds like drama in the locker room. It really does. Oh, he won't pass me the boy trying to drop sixty tonight, but this nigga wanna drop forty. No, no. <laughs> we we are fine, Brooklyn. Hear me. Listen. You know we got Steve Nash now as a coach. I honestly wanna Mark Jackson. I still want Mark Jackson, but that's neither here nor there. That man needs to get a job somewhere. Somebody needs to really hire Mark Jackson. I'm about sick of all this little blackballing they've been doing. He built that Warriors team. But at the end of the day, we're looking great. We're looking fine the way we are. James Harden, go somewhere else. I deeply appreciate it. Please, thank you. Don't fuck up our rhythm. Because I feel like that's what you're going to do. And we don't need that. What's his name? What's his name? Russell Westbrook said he's trying to leave anyway. So you're fine. You're fine. You're the man still in Houston. It's fine. You didn't have to decline all that money. No. Because you're not coming here. If he comes here, I'm going to him, be very upset. Letting you know. I am very sad about it. Because Karis Levert and Spencer Dinwiddie do not deserve this. They were there in the trenches when we needed them. Love them, guys. So, anyway. Don't bring them over there. Go to Philly! There you go. Why, he, don't, he can go to Philly. I heard Meek is actually trying to, like, persuade him to go to Philly. Do, you, do your job, Meek. Go ahead. Get him over there. They need help. Ben Simmons needs help. You know what I'm saying? Just do that. Joel and B. He needs help. Go help them. Go help, help them youngins. And that'll be a better thing. Yes, yeah, so go to Philly. I'm speaking of Meek and Philly. And so I believe what he did was very honorable and dope. And somehow these niggas are just mad at Meek for making sense. Meek basically offers Philly artists a record deal if they just stop the violence in their city. So, a lot of our cities have been like that, especially since the fund the Police shit. If you thought police wasn't around before when things happened, child, they definitely not around now. And that's in most in the cities. You know what I'm saying? I definitely hear about a, kill, a shooting and a murder every day in the Bronx, every day in Brooklyn, New York City, no matter somebody's dying, and it's not, it was never this bad, not to my memory, and apparently Philly's the same way, so Meek basically said, hey, if you don't want, if you want a record deal, all you gotta do is stop beefing one nigga from this lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or stop beefing, period, and then, you know, I, I'll sign you, and we'll be all right, so he wrote, Meek wrote, pretty soon everybody going to have to pick a side. This was a long time ago. Too much real shit going on to be cool with everybody. This was a while ago. But I don't think that insinuates there should be a beef. I think he just said, pick a side. like <laughs> Pick whatever side you're on. So um, someone by, and from Philly by the name of Pound Poundside Pop, I have no idea who that is. Um, he said, it's time for you to pick a side. Is you do or not, nigga? So Meek goes, I ain't picking no side nigga, 18th Street, you letting that wild kiss you too hard. I'm not, I ain't no fucking zoo gang nigga. Then he's then he said, hold on. I'm not hold on. I'm not arguing over a block I don't own. That's that's valid. <laughs> that's valid. That's a lot of what's going on out here. These kids are killing each other over streets that nobody owns property on. These streets don't got your name on it. I remember reading the cult whenever, and the father told her, you can walk these streets every single night, and they will not never know your name. That's real shit. Y'all are fighting over a block that don't belong to y'all. Y'all fighting over a block that your grandmother can't get evicted from still. Y'all fighting over a block where a cop will harass you on the front of that thing, regardless of what. What are y'all fighting over? That's not y'all territory. That's not y'all laying the claim, Columbus. And y'all dying and killing each other over streets that do <coughs> Excuse me. So now, Philly's riled up. Riled up. Oh... Meek, now you acting like you don't know what people going through, all this other stuff. Just just because you are from the street or you, you know, grew up in street life, doesn't mean you have to say that. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you reach a certain area and a certain, you know, plateau of your career or even a certain age. Doesn't mean you have to say that. Meek didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? He goes there. I guess he goes there from time to time to film until there. But as far as that street mentality, he's trying to he's trying to break his way from that. Especially with his whole court case thing that went on for years. He's really trying to break away from that and make it better for y'all. Why, how can you be mad at somebody for that? You'd rather die in the street over something stupid than to get the record deal that you've always wanted? That's, that's insane to me. That's insane. You know, I don't think he was wrong in any aspect. And I know it's different because like, oh, if you beef on somebody and you took somebody that you love, you wouldn't be quick to, you know, reconcile either. I definitely wouldn't. But it, it's also a thing where it's like, I'm not, a, I'm not a gangster. <laughs> I'm not of that. You know what I'm saying? If that man is trying to give you a dream and hand you a chance that nobody else is going to hand you, how dare you shoot him down for that? Like, that's, that's insane to me. Y'all got to grow up. And I'm all about Black Lives Matter. That's all that means to me. I love the the fact that we have to say it is trash, but I'll say it to the mountaintops. Black lives definitely matter. But what bothers me is, I hate when people are like, oh, Black Lives Don't Matter and Matter to Black People. No, it's still going to matter. Like, <laughs> Don't get stupid. It's still going to matter. Just because we, we kill each other, whatever that stupid shit is, they kill each other too. Everybody kills each other. It's freaking communal. What I'm trying to say is, I hate the fact that we tear ourselves down more than anything. If somebody's trying to come to you with a solution, how do you, how did you create a problem from that? How? I want to shout out to me. Shout out to me. That, that's serious. Like, you really... I see where you're going. I see your vision. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these young kids, they don't understand that. They don't grasp that there's more to life than these streets. And... Here you are trying to give him a chance, and they already slapping in your hand before even getting it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what? This is why people mind their business, and everybody wonders why people don't come back and help or come back and do for this person, because look at how y'all acting. I would have never thought Philly would turn on me like this. Never. Like, that is insane to me. You know what I'm saying? He I'm not saying he's like the he is one of the biggest rappers out of the Philly. Yeah, of course it was Beanie. They probably all that I get that. But you know, Beanie didn't give me a dreams and nightmares. He did not give me the best intro ever. The the hip hop gospel song of the century. No. Like, y'all, y'all bugging. Y'all bugging. Like that's that's what shows me how this generation is all fucked up. Because y'all can't see the opportunity for nothing. Y'all just want violence and aggression and anger for what? Can't even tell you. And speaking to child, speaking of violence and aggression and anger, I don't know who had the bright idea to make the versus battle Jeezy versus Gucci, but it it ain't going to end up good. It's not going to end up It's, it's not. They have a real beef. They have actual beef. Not, oh, I don't like him, he don't like me. No. Somebody died and somebody went to jail over this beef. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, why would you do this? I think t i and Jeezy was a very good matchup. Absolutely. But this Gucci thing? Nah. Unless they had to sit down this doesn't need to happen. And it definitely don't need to be in the same place. Like they already started off wrong. Like Gucci called him Snow Cone, like he ain't got one tatted on his face. But what whatever. The the unmitigated gall of you to call somebody that you have one on your cheek. A huge one. It's not small. It's it takes up twenty percent of your face. Stupid. I can't stand Gucci. And and it it has a lot to do with Gucci and not a lot to do with Jeezy. Like I, I was always a Jeezy fan. I remember um So Icy when they did that song together. And then I remember Stay Strapped. Big fan of Stay Strapped. Um Jeezy released uh this track about Gucci on that. And um yeah use the T I ASAP beat. Fire. Gucci has a song called Truth. Um Gucci's the one who went to jail for Killing someone who held him... Who kidnapped him on the shrimp of Jeezy, apparently. He was trying to kidnap him on the shrimp of Jeezy. Or he knew Jeezy, something. I heard it was on the shrimp of Jeezy. Like, Jeezy ain't no nigga. It's mad different stories I heard around that time. This is years ago. And and Gucci Mane killed him. And he went to jail. But he was well within his rights. I think it was, like, self-defense. But my problem with Gucci Mane is... This man, like, lied on his area about... Do, a dozen celebrity women. Still disrespecting his wife, too. She was one of them. Still disrespecting Angela Yee. I mean, I'm not a fan, but son. O.D. Like, he wilding. And disrespect. everybody talk shit about everybody on Twitter. This at the 5th. Corny. That's corny. Nigga said. I don't care. nobody tell me. If Jeezy be, if beef with you, it's just you. He ain't say nothing crazy about nobody else. This, Saturday, 5th. this nigga talk crazy about all Atlanta at one point in time. All of Atlanta. I don't care what I say. You got 400 mixtapes. I hate his flow. I've never liked Gucci Mane's flow. I never liked his music. I, I Only reason why I liked So Icy was because Jeezy had a verse on it. But besides that, not a fan. And that's just my opinion. A lot of people are Gucci Mane fans. and That's cool. But what I'm saying is this verses should not happen unless they talk to each other. And the beef is for real squash, like for real, because this could go left fast. When Brandy and Monica had their versus battles, nobody saw it. But on the opposite ends, like like where the camera was, their entire families were pretty much there. Like Monica had her crew, Brandy had her crew, because they had behind the scenes footage of Ray J dancing. And you know, same thing with Monica. We don't need that with Gucci and Jeezy. It just needs to be them too. I, I don't even think they need to be in the same room. I feel like they're they going to have to Zoom it like everybody else did in the beginning. Because, nah. It, uh, it's too many rappers who've died this year. Dead dirt. I'm not even being like sarcastic about it. Like, this is for real. There's too many rappers who've died this year, and they've had such a real beef or like an actual situation that I'm very nervous of the outcome. Honestly. Especially if they play these diss records. If they play them diss records, Lord, Lord, listen, Jeezy got a new album dropping on Friday. i I love for him to live to hear it. Same thing for Gucci. Gucci got a new baby on the way. He you don't know, take care of the other one, but whatever. Either way, let's hope this stays hip-hop. And y'all was all talking about, oh, no, it's too friendly. The first is Battle is too friendly, which get on my nerves, because it's like we always have to be mad. You want Hip-hop and basketball, everybody be at each other's throats, and I don't understand why there can't be camaraderie with us. Everybody has to be at attack Oh, we're a competition. Competition is stupid. Now that we finally have it, let's hope it works out for the best. For real. like Let's hope it works out. I pray it goes very swimmingly. I pray everyone's safe. And I pray it doesn't end it any bullets or bloodshed, okay? And my is for Jeezy could not find me a snowman shirt to save my life, so I'm gonna just go get me an extra long tee and starch a bandana and call it a day from there. And some dark glasses. That's it. That's all my to Um, but yes, let's just hope it works out well for them. And yeah. So today. We are celebrating our first year according to Fox Podcast. And I launched it on my birthday last year because my birthday is literally the most special day for me. And I mean, I'm lying. It's, the whole month is special to me. <laughs> but the my birthday itself is really like special, you know? It's my birthday today. I was born today. I came into the world and fucked it up and leave, right? So what better day to drop my one of my dreams which is a podcast of course it didn't start like that Podcasts are relatively new but when I was young I used to want to be on the radio you know what I'm saying and I always want to do things that involve music and my opinions on music and of course sports things like that so you know it has been my dream just not in this vein but thanks to technology and you know everything getting a little different and I got my own quote-unquote, radio show without being on the radio. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Without having to be interviewed for Pal 105 or something. But it was a very special day for me. So that's why I'm going to keep this going. I'm going to keep the celebration going. Probably next year I'm going to have, like, a big, big palooza about it. But right now I'm just happy I have, like, another year under my belt. It's been tough. It's been a very tough year. I think this is the best year to start the podcast, to be honest with you. It's been tough for everybody, you know what I'm saying? I lost a few family members. Um, I got sick. I've never been sick. Honestly, I didn't get sick until I started this podcast. I don't know what happened, but I've never been sick like to this point. But I've been sick. It's been a lot of things. have going on with me and you know you guys were there through it all i spilled a lot of my guts to you guys and i appreciate you for listening and hearing everything and yeah it's been it's been really tumultuous year it's been a rough ride um um my my show don't panic (laughs) oh god that didn't age well that was my first show about the pandemic right I'm literally going in. If y'all listen to it, go listen to it and just laugh at me because I was dead wrong. I should delete it, but I'm not going to do that because I fucked up. (laughs) But basically, I was just going in on how the flu is worse and we don't take these advancements of of the flu shot. I'm still not getting the COVID shot, by the way. I don't care how many vaccinations they got. I'm not getting... Don't shoot me with that shit at all. But yeah, so I did this whole song and dance about how it's only gonna be here for like two, three weeks. It's gonna pass, and we're gonna be fine. Yo, that shit went on for months. Like it's like it's like trial and error. I'm glad I did not show. I'm glad I was wrong, cause you know sometimes you gotta prove yourself that you're wrong, even if it's like a televised recording. And that happened. Kobe died. That happened. Um did a show on that and that was never like a, I was never a fan of Kobe but until his last year I was like wow he's actually really good. I just hated him. I really did. I'm mean, I was a fan. I can't like Kobe. And you know, shout out to um Reem for that episode. He did great on that show. Um what else did I, we talk about? George Floyd. We talked about George Floyd and the riots. Um shout out to Maine. He's one of my favorite episodes that one because he dropped so much knowledge. And I appreciate him. I had a lot of really good guest co-hosts. Um, my God, Sister Jazz was one. And we did like the top of the year one when we were talking about COVID and the supposed war with Iran. It was a lot that happened <laughs> from the beginning of 2020. So much. Um, My homegirls, D and Kiki, they are regulars on the show. Um, shout out to Snacks and Chris. They were on the show before too. Uh, another Chris. Um, who I had a lot of guests code. um main fiance Kimo was on with him at one episode. It just was really it was really cool. You know what I'm saying? To have so many people have give their opinions. Oh, my sister's Indian China. Um, shout out to Conrad. Everybody who made their time to be on the show with me. Shout out to C Biz. I almost said your whole government. Shout out to C Biz. Like, he's like a real, like, mentor of mine when it comes to this show. He put me on everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just told me how to format it, how to do certain things. I um guest hosted on his show before, and he was on my show, The Message. Great. He's great. I love C Biz. Like, he's really, like, the dopest out here new hype show if y'all didn't listen to or listen to that but yeah he was super great and um I appreciate everybody who took the time out to be on the show with me we're gonna have more co-hosts as uh, you know weeks go by I know it's been just me for a little while but I've been a lot of um timing and things involved but don't trust me I mean don't worry I got y'all trust me <laughs> I got y'all, but it, it, I've had a lot of good shows. I've had a lot of favorite shows. Um, One of my most listened to shows is the show when I was in the hospital, like the one I did from the hospital bed. And the follow-up to that, Um, I really made it a point to go, you know what, I'm going to do a show from the hospital. You can't get real than that. You can hear the beeping. You can hear the heart monitor and everything. I was the youngest person on the cardiac unit. That's scary. You know what I'm saying? I just turned 34 probably a week before that day. And I was the youngest person on that unit. The next person in the unit had to be like 60 or something. And you guys heard the show. And then you guys actually gave me a lot of input. And I'm um, shout out to Bunny because she was like, I think you had COVID. And you know what, Bunny? I think I did too. <laughs> right? Because she was like, just like my symptoms. After, like, a lot of time passed, people realized that my symptoms were actually way more COVID than anything else because the doctors didn't know what to do. And we touched on, you know, the medical field and the history with Black people and why we have to be proactive with health. Like, it's been helpful for me, too. And a lot of people, you know, DM me or text me and let me know, you know, their feedback and how it's helped them and how they went through the same thing. And I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not in this alone. We have to be each other's community when it comes to this. Like, we have to really be a backbone of each other when it comes to our health. Because, whew, these doctors don't really care about us. We got to make sure that we are on top of it. I appreciate everybody who, you know, looked out and they were like, are you okay? People don't know how it was doing. And if I got a new doctor yet, especially this past time when I was sick for like four or five weeks straight. And it was bad. I couldn't, I just had headaches every single day. And I'm a person who does not get headaches at all. So to have it five, I want to say five, six weeks straight without any let up or anything, I couldn't go to work. I haven't been to work in like probably two months after that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you guys have been through it all with me. So I really appreciate you. It's been a great, great year, you know? And, I'm just glad that people helped me the way they should. I mean, people helped me the way they should. People spoke to me about it the way they should, and it made me do better for myself and be better, you know? You guys have been there through a lot. This has been a tumultuous year for us all, <laughs> you know? And I really couldn't have done any of this without you guys. Um, My goals for the next year. Definitely try to get my viewership up. I don't promote myself the way I should. I'm trying to fix that. And you can't expect anyone to support your brand if you don't support your brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of people with short attention spans, include me. And I really know that I need to do more when it comes to, like, getting my name out here. So I'm going to do more promotion on my brand. I'm going to be more... Interactive with my audience, you know, social media engagements, things like that. I'm really going to try to do better for you guys. Like I'm, you deserve better. And I'm, I'm in, I'm in the works of doing way more than I was doing last year. But I promise this year will be bigger and better. And with the help of you guys, you know, next year, maybe you can have a big Whole bash for it. You, you never know. Maybe a live show. That's what I'm really looking forward to. But um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, And for this week's Weekly Hustle, this is from Dr. Rebecca Ray. It says, transition into the year gently. There's no need to rush or force it. Give yourself time to try it on. See what fits and leave a li- and leave a little room for movement. Amazing things need room to grow. And this has been according to Fox. Peace out, y'all. let's take it from the top.